Hey everyone, Peter Toshinsky here, and welcome to The Hackathon Show, a show where we cover all things related to hackathons. News, upcoming events, interesting projects, strategies and tactics that you can use to perform at your best during a hackathon. But also, maybe most importantly, we'll be talking about how to build technology products fast. And I mean very fast, 24 hours fast. And I am thrilled to be speaking to you on this very inaugural episode of The Hackathon Show. I have been, it's weird to say that, but I have, I'm going to be completely honest here, I've been procrastinating this idea of doing a podcast for at least three years. The past year, I've been doing some work, so I have contracted the artwork and bought a mic, but really didn't get anywhere until we started going to a studio and actually recording the podcast. And I'm really, really happy and scared to be doing it. So I wanted to spend the first episode to talk about why are we doing it? Why am I doing it? What's in it for me? What's in it for you? Um, All that jazz. Introduce my co-host because I'll be doing vast majority of those um, podcasts with my co-host. My co-host is Michal. Hello there. Michal is uh, is my brother. For your context, uh, we have been doing a lot of things together over the many, many years, some of which are hackathons. We sort of, I don't know why, but we kind of got into hackathons and we've been doing them ever since. I think it's been like, I don't know, I want to say like 15 or 17 years since we did the first hackathon together. And we're still doing it. And we're doing it so much so that we thought about doing something to popularize the whole idea of hackathons. And we organized a hackathon, which went well. But ultimately, I think the biggest impact we can have is by doing a podcast. So why are we talking about podcasts? Or maybe before I start uh, talking about uh, why are we doing it, let's talk about who we are. Mihal, do you want to start? Give us like a you know quick rundown of who you are and what you care about? Sure. Um, so I'm Mike, uh, as you all already know, and uh, I've been doing mobile apps uh, for the past, uh, I think, 10 or 12 years, something like that. I've worked with uh, big and small companies. And uh, actually, cool fact is that uh, Peter right here taught me how to program. So he's been like uh, my mentor for forever. So uh, yeah, so that's what, what I've been focusing on. And uh, actually, Peter also brought me to my first hackathon, which was uh, in Amsterdam. It was also a while ago, a very long time ago. And uh, ever since I went to my first hackathon, like I couldn't come back home. Like I've been, I've been thrilled by the, by, by, the, by the idea of the hackathons. Cool. And uh, for, for your information, dear, dear listener, uh, my name is Peter Tuszynski. I have been in software engineering for a very long time. I started doing apps way before apps were called apps. Uh, so in the days of Symbian and other very ancient mobile OSs, I have been uh, a founder myself. So I, I've, I've had a startup together with Mihao, actually. I had a small um, episode as a VC. So I, I kind of know both sides of the table. And today I work at a company called Intent. Uh, I'm a chief technology officer. We are almost 100 people now, and we specialize in what we call intersection of physical and digital, which is building apps or software, rather, 
uh, for connected devices, wearables, uh, cars, even so, any any project that has like a tangible thing that you can touch is is a project that we uh, you know we we typically specialize in, and that's our little niche. And the reason I'm I'm so passionate about hackathons is I think we as engineers are very very fortunate to have in like an event format like that. There is no other area or no other profession that I know of that has things like that. So there are no like librarian hackathons, right? Or there are no food hackathons. There are no people who cook, you know, 24 hours and then, you know, come up with the result. Although that would be a very interesting, um, you know, event uh, or, or, or thing to attend. I think there is certain magic that applies to hackathons that doesn't happen in your workplace or, you know, in your everyday job. I've seen people like regular engineers who really step up in terms of their career by attending hackathons. I think hackathons have been the single most important thing that happened to me as an engineer and allowed me to grow so much uh, because there's just so many things you learn, even not technology-related things. You learn so many soft skills. You learn about operating under severe stress. You learn about, you know, executing in 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 suboptimal time for you, right? Because you know you hack through the night. There's just so much stuff that is really really magical that happens on a hackathon. That you know, I'm I'm 36 right now, and I still do hackathons. Probably like, how often do we do hackathons? Like once a quarter? Yeah, like once uh, per every few months. Uh, we've been doing them more intensively during the last period of time. Yeah, last period of time, Mihal refers to, I have a little baby at home, and, and right before the baby was born, I was like, Mihal, we have to do a lot of these because I'm going to be uh, very, very sleep-deprived on a daily basis. So we did a lot of hackathons a few years ago. And uh, overall, I think right now we're in the very interesting times, right? You know, engineers are treated almost at a level of, I don't know what I want to say, rock stars, Right. There's a lot of hype around software development. There is a lot of bad things that are going on. So, you know, I know people, and th- this is this this became a common practice. Like people are trying to maximize their, you know, the, the amount of money they bring home by, uh, you know, having two jobs in parallel, right? So they're kind of like, you know, in the gray area at the best. And at worst, they're, you know, they're openly cheating the two employers that they're working for, right? Totally, yeah. Ever since COVID started, uh, remote work uh, started gaining on traction and, uh, you know, people stopped coming to the offices and uh, this made it possible uh, for them, you know, to work multiple jobs and, uh, you know, uh, have multiple, even multiple calls at once. I've heard of people, you know, uh, being insane. on two laptops and uh, leading two calls at once. This That's is crazy. Insane. That's crazy. And I think this may be an unpopular opinion, uh, but, I'll, but I'll say it anyway. I think we, we as a society, um, we got very, very soft. I think the amount of times I hear from people that something is not possible, oh, it will take a very, very long time, is just astounding. And it happened very, very lately. So at the beginning of my career or you know, five years ago, I think the mentality and attitude of people was just so much different. 
right? Yeah, like uh, people used to have like their own personal projects in which, you know, they explored stuff and uh, they learned on their own. And uh, lately I've been seeing, you know, this trend where, you know, this is just not working and uh, yeah, like it's not working and uh, I don't know how to solve it, right? Yeah. And not only that, but also, you know, this like this focus on and don't get me wrong, I care so much about well-being, like the mental well-being and, you know, disconnecting yourself from work. But I think it got into a point where I think we crossed, you know, the line a little bit and people are just not willing to grow and learn. And I think hackathons are just an amazing platform to to do it, to grow as an engineer, because you will get to do things you don't usually get to do in your you know day-to-day job. You will spend time learning things you wouldn't learn otherwise because you know during the week you don't have time and whatnot. And I think Facebook was the company that made it very, very popular, this this buzzword of move fast and break things, right? And I think they took it they took it a little bit too far, right? But I think in every engineer's heart, you should have this, you know, very, very special place for this buzzword. And you should every now and then like try to look at what you're doing through that lens, right? Because, you know, clients don't have unlimited budgets. You don't have time to do everything by the book. So doing things fast, breaking things and effectively managing tech debt is a skill, is a very good skill. And if you don't learn how to do things really, really fast, you will not know how you can build things really, really quickly. Because it turns out, you know that meme? There is like, it's a stupid meme, but there's a photo of like four guys, like four engineers, and they're on a, in, an, in an office, and they're like, hey, changing this label on this button will take three days. And then they're on a hackathon, and they are like, hey, we built this, and this, and that, and that, and like this front end, and this back end, and this infrastructure. So I think it's a, it's a really good opportunity to kind of reset your perspective and maybe let go on that desire to be perfect versus, you know, uh, the done is better than good kind of, you know, uh, mindset. So I, I think in general, hackathons are very, very underestimated today, nowadays. I, I think people are, you know, got very, very comfortable. And I really hope that this podcast will help to popularize the idea of hackathons, but also show people because we're going to do episodes like that where we show people that you know you can build something in 24 hours you can deliver something in in you know in a very very short time it's not going to be amazing it's not going to be you know ready for prime time but like i love quotes and you know kevin sistrom the ex ceo of instagram he he once said and i'm probably twisting the, the the quote but he said something along if you're not ashamed when you're publishing something it means that you waited for for too long. So, what about you, Mio? What value does going to a hackathon bring to you? So, there are plenty of companies which actually do their own internal hackathons, and I think there was a story about Facebook where they actually invented the like button in one of these hackathons. So, uh, when you organize a hackathon, like at your company, uh, you can do stuff which uh, you normally wouldn't do. Like you can focus on features which uh, normally, like you would have said that this is crazy and uh, we're not doing this. And uh, through this, like you can discover new stuff and uh, bring stuff that you wouldn't have dreamed of uh, that it's going to work. 
when it comes to what I learned myself from the hackathons, I learned how to work under stress, under under lack of time, because hackathons typically take a short amount of time. Like we've even been in a hackathon which took eight hours, uh, so it wasn't even the whole day, right? It is actually it was from Facebook. It yeah. was run by Facebook. It was Facebook World Hack. Yeah, it was Facebook, and uh, uh, I also learned how to overcome my own fear of uh, public speaking. Um, I've been on hackathons where I needed to build an idea myself and pitch it myself as well, and uh, these were super insightful events. So I, I managed to conquer my my stress, you know, of being judged by the jury by other people. So. Uh, I learned a ton of useful things, which uh, I normally use in my day-to-day job right now. Amazing. So before we, you know, we we embarked on this hackathon thing. I was thinking, you know, like if is the topic of hackathons really that deep to create a, a podcast about it? And then I looked on Spotify, and there are podcasts about like everything. So I'm not really too worried about that. But also, I wanted to show people technical and non-technical, that you can build technology very fast. Of course, it comes at a cost, and we'll talk about this cost, and we'll emphasize it, but if you want to build something, there's very, very little things that you cannot build a prototype off during a weekend. Yeah, um, so programming is a cool thing to do because uh, you can wake up one Sunday Sunday evening and just say, I'm going to build something out of nothing, right? And uh, like with everything, uh, it's not suitable for each and every type of technology that you build. Um, you know, there is technology which is uh, guiding our airplanes, uh, which is uh, making sure that uh, you know bridges don't fall for tra- traffic control. So uh, you can certainly explore new new areas in, in in this in this kind of stuff. However, you know, you typically don't build like mission critical stuff on a hackathon, right? Totally. Yeah, and not only that, but I don't think there was a better time to start a business. And starting a business usually starts with creating a prototype or you know just building something that proves your hypothesis. And I don't think there is a better avenue to do that than on a hackathon. You know, you, you may be very comfortable and have you know enough money to throw at an agency or a freelancer to do it for you, but I think it's a really unforgettable experience to do it yourself. Right to even you know like if you're not a technical person you can go to a hackathon and try to pitch the idea to everybody else and see you know if they will follow and if they'll help you and you can even meet your potential teammates like your your business partners at the hackathon the people you you build your project together so not only you can uh, you know try building your prototype you can actually meet the people you'll get into business with yeah yeah one hundred percent and that's what we're going to be covering in this podcast series. So I definitely want to talk about hackathons. I, I want to to get the message to people that, you know, it's worth going. What 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 you should do if you're going, how should you approach certain things in hackathons? Because there is at least some learning curve to hackathons. And if you if you've been to many, I think, you know, you you know how things work and you know like little tips that will make your experience, you know, like 10x better than if you're coming, you know, just fresh, you know, not knowing anything about hackathons. Yeah, like your first hackathon will maybe an overwhelming experience uh, and a stressful one and a tiring one. But as you go to a next and next hackathon, uh, then you'll learn some common patterns which arise and uh, you'll learn to, you know, even if the first experience wasn't, you know, the best experience, it was overwhelming for you. 
the next experience will be much better because you'll know what to expect. Uh, you'll know uh, how to move around a uh, hackathon, how to talk to people and uh, things like that. Totally. And if uh, you'll listen to our show because we're going to talk about some some interesting tips or uh, strategies to, uh, you know, to make a hackathon, um, you know, to make most out of, out of the hackathon. We will have, I think, three types of episodes. One is just a typical you and I talk in. We'll have some interviews and we already already have some folks aligned for an interview. And third episode type we'll introduce later down the line, but these are going to be quick hacks. So like a very quick five to seven minute episode that just talks about like just one specific piece of technology that you can use to do stuff really, really quickly. And I really want to put a lot of work and word out about this because you don't have to do everything from scratch. If you're building technology, oftentimes for a POC or prototype, you'll end up piecing a lot of things together. You'll, you'll end up standing on the shoulders of giants that created you know, a number of open source libraries and frameworks that you'll be using. And you will be only integrating these into your little app or prototype. So I really would like us to, and, and there are so many really interesting things. And we know for a fact that, you know, these sometimes are not very popular, you know, like you, you have, you've had this Twilio example, right? You were participating in a project and they needed to send SMS for, I think, verification or something. And they didn't know about Twilio and they were about to set up like a whole gateway and infrastructure to do that. And I remember you came in and you were like, hey guys, you can do it in like one request. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're going to discover new pieces of technology which uh, you're going to use in your day-to-day -day projects. You're, you'll uh, meet new people who will share some ideas with you, as well as uh, you'll, you'll learn about some of the approaches that uh, were totally invisible to you. And uh, best of all, I think uh, you're going to get into the mindset of what's possible instead of what's not possible. Because this is this is one of the most important mindset a software engineer can have. Totally. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to have three types of episodes. This whole thing is an experiment, so we'll see how it goes. But I think we have enough episodes for, um, like, scripted episodes, at least for, I think, two or three seasons. So uh, we'll see how it goes, but I'm, I'm really stoked. I'm, I'm, I'm scared shitless. Um, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But again, um, I'm, I'm really happy that we managed to get this off the ground and, you know, take it from, you know, my zone of procrastination into, you know, actually recording and uploading the episode. So we're stoked. Can't wait to record the, the episode, the proper episode one. And I hope you guys will stick around and uh, subscribe and any kind of feedback is very, very welcome. So if you have something that you would like us to talk about, or if you would like to hop on a show and, and, and show off some, you know, whatever you built on a hackathon or, you know, your, your tool for a hackathon, you're more than welcome to, uh, to uh, drop us a line. Thank you and uh, hack on. Yeah, hack on, thank you.